listening to the Black Compass Podcast, the show that brings you real talk from women about culture, career, justice, and wellness, all all in the pursuit of Black excellence, with your host, Dynasty Hunt, and Dr. Jess Williams. So let's talk about what this strength-based community is. You know, when I, when I think about this, the first thing that comes to mind is what I have built with you and others of my friends who I feel like are those who hold me up and do not focus on, here are all the things that you don't do well, but focus on here are the things that you do and how do you continue to like push yourself in that direction? Because a part of the issue is if you've got a community that's just focused on the areas where you aren't growing, the areas where you do have hurdles, that's just going to feed your imposter syndrome even more. Now, let me be clear that you all, as a part of my strength based community, do not let me slide. So you're not like, oh, die, you're amazing. Everything you did was wonderful. There's accountability there. But in a way that doesn't destroy me or push me to then turn around and continue to feed those false fears and false notions that the world, that people who do not know me, who do not know my abilities are telling me. And I think there's a big difference. And I think a lot of times people are like, I got this community around me, but they are not figuring out and recognizing, is your community feeding your fear or is it eliminating your fear? And that is critical to figure out and understand because there are two different directions your posture syndrome can go. You can feed that fear and let it take you over or you can find space to walk away from that so that when you do go against the grain, when you do break against those other notions, you have support that is like, yeah, going against the grain and I got her. I got her back and I see where she's going. Right. No, you make a good point there, Di, because when you really think about having a strengths-based community, like this community knows your strengths, they know your aspirations, they know your story. Mm -hmm. And they can fact check with you, as I like to say, in the sense of if this belief, this fear belief that has come about, they're going to help you fact check it. What does this mean to you? You know, what is the purpose of it? Is it true? Like, do you really think it's true? And if it's true, I'm here to process with you why it's either true or why it's not true. And that's when you're able to really utilize your community for that support so that you're not feeling stuck and waddling in Mm -hmm. the fear, right? However, the flip side to this is, is that it's good to have your community, but it's also good for someone to have their internal, um, their own internal strength to process on their own to fact check, right? However, sometimes doing it on your own, you need a little bit more support. And I think if you allow yourself to be curious and really examine what is a strength-based community to yourself, a lot of these falsified beliefs will become back being what? False. Yeah. And you and will prove them as false. <laughs> and you will prove them as false. And therefore, imposter syndrome really will not exist for you. Yeah. I think that that's so important, especially because like outside of the community, there are so many people that are already against us. There are so many people who want to inject that fear because to them, if you inject that fear, you feed that fear, then we stay down. We stay 
in our quote unquote place. We never rise above. We don't break out of the system. We don't break out of these stereotypical norms. And so it's so important to make sure that you're just not doing the regular things of the world to fight imposter syndrome. Like as a black woman, I read these imposter syndrome books and articles and I'm like, that sounds all nice and good, but that doesn't work for me. Like my layer has to be a level deeper because you're not fighting what the world says against you. You're fighting what you think about yourself and what you've internalized for yourself. I got to fight what internally I think about myself and what the world has told me to think about myself and what a broader community that is not my core community has told me to think about myself. And those are layers that people aren't willing to get into, but I'm like, let's just be real. Yeah. That is the stuff that we got to deal with. Like we are fighting like 17 layers of imposter syndrome. So we can't do what the normal book tells us to do. There are so many other layers that we have to deal with because we got to be like, whoa, where'd that come from? Well, it came from society who said this. And I'm just like, well, before I can even get to my own stuff and deal with my own internal fears that I'm dealing with, I got to deal with what everybody else is doing for me and telling me. And that is a whole different beast. Right, exactly. And it's true enough, you know? And I mean, hearing you say that, it's like, shoot, I'm at so so many wars about me. (laughs) Yeah, I'm in so many wars about me. But you know what? I'm worth it, though. Worth everything. You know what I mean? I'm worth it, though. It's just like, that's the power I feel like that we do hold, right? That you have people in so many different arenas really trying to rip you down and they're ripping you down because they see your power. They see how you really exert yourself, how smart you are, how beautiful you are, whatever it may be, right? So at the end of the day, it's, well, let me just plant a little seed. And I know when she'll leave here, she'll think about this particular seed. So it's really a hijacking of the mind. You know, that is what imposter syndrome is. It hijacks you and it really, you really start to internalize it and start believing it because you do not have that strength-based community behind you fact-checking it, saying that, no, it's wrong. Like, no, that's not no, that's not who I see you to be. If I saw you to be that way, then I will tell you. This is why it's so important, you know, when we talk about our stories in the media, when we talk about who's telling our stories, you know, I, I spent, and I spent so much time, like I prioritize reading autobiographies from Black women who've been written, you know, by, their, by themselves and telling their story because there's not enough of us telling our story and there's so much media out there that doesn't tell us how to get to those facts, that doesn't show us how to get to our own core story, how to own our story, that we have to go fight for it ourselves. And that's why it is so important that our stories are shown in media, shown publicly, so we can have a baseline. But let me also just be clear that even the stories that are told about us in the media, those aren't all right. No. I mean, I'm thinking about, you know, some of these movie creators and play creators, we won't name names, But look, I'm like, in every story, does the Black woman need a man to save her? And does she got to be on drugs and single mom? And she's got all these issues and a man is here to save her. Or there's a white woman or a white man that gives her a hand and pulls her up. Can we toss those narratives? Because those also feed our own imposter syndrome, where it's like, you can't even see us in the media. Like, can we just stop that? Can we stop those stories? Right, right. Can you really take a more of a strengths-based approach with our story, please? Can we have a strong (laughs) Black woman? Right, 
Period. 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 It's so true. And it's so demeaning, right? Because then like, this is something that people are reading, right? They're watching. So they're interjecting that into their own belief system of who a black woman is. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you always need a man. Oh, you all are on drugs. Oh, and it's just like, no, yeah, no. Then when we show up to work or any other space, it's like, that's what they're carrying. And right. right. And it's wrong, but that's what they carry. And it's just like, well, I can't deal with y'all too. Y'all got to do just so, just so we're clear, y'all with all those false narratives. That's on y'all. We're we're dealing with our true narratives. We're dealing with our own strength. Y'all got to go break your own ideas and these own mentalities that we're on drugs. We're all like we're all single moms. We're yeah. all like <laughs> I'm just like, like yeah, we we don't work out. We all like eat the same food. We talk the same way. We yell. We're angry. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're tired. That is a true narrative because we're tired of all these false narratives that y'all create and push out there about us that we got to fight even before we can get to like, you know me at my core. Right. And it's just like you're pushing out the false narratives and then we are still having to fight within our own race with each other on these false narratives. Oh. Right. And it's just like you said earlier, Di, it is so many wars with the Black imposter syndrome that it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous because as a race, we are resilient. We yep. are smart. We make it go. Yep. And we that know. is facts. If you, and for me, it's just because of all of the trauma and distress that we have gone through as a race and still come out still fighting and not giving up, you would think that is enough, but it's not enough. You got to go, you got to take the bullseye and hit and hit the dart on the, on our backs. And that's the piece that makes black imposter syndrome so dangerous and reckless mm-hmm. because you can truly lose yourself and never come back up. Yeah. Never come back up. It's yeah. like a psychological sentence. And, and that's part of the reason why we're here and why we have these conversations because we're not going to let you lose yourself. We, we nah. don't want you to lose yourself. It's exactly why we have this uh. space. We have too much. We have too much to bring. We're forced to be reckoned with. And I think it's, you have to fact check fact check what people are trying to plant in your head and what you're believing. Like even your own thoughts, you better fact check, fact check them and ask yourself, is this true? What is the meaning? What is the purpose? And if it makes you feel a certain type of way, own that. That's part of doing your internal work. Yeah. I I don't have anything else for you guys. I'm like, I'm like, I'm amped up. I feel like level 17 is coming out. So... (laughs) I'm ready to go fight that imposter syndrome. It ain't welcome. It ain't welcome at my front door. So (laughs) it it creeps up, but it does creep up. And it's just so many factors that play a role to it showing its face. But you have to already have your tools ready to go. And I mean, it's a real thing. People go through it. Everybody go through it. But I'll say that'll wrap up our Friday for me. Me too. All right. Check us on the Black Compass next Friday. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for joining us this week on the Black Compass. 
Make sure to visit our websites at drjesswilliams.com and dynastyhunt.com where you can subscribe to the show on iTunes and Spotify so you'll never miss a show. And while you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'll appreciate a rating on iTunes or if you'll simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. And remember, the world shouldn't define where you go. Your internal black coffee should.